This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to This Week in ITFC History. My name is David Diamond. I'll be here each and every week alongside the man of a million spreadsheets, author of IpswichTownStats.com and top ITFC historian. It is, ladies and gents, the renegade stat man. Easy, mate. How are you? Easy. I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, arms getting a bit straighter than when we last spoke, but anyway, we'll get on to that. We'll be looking back at the names, the games, the wins, the draws and the losses that occurred this week in ITFC history. Stat, what have you been up to since last week? What's been happening, mate? Playing with my Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I never had a Stretch Armstrong. Is that, was that not also could be considered a bit of a euphemism? Uh, p- potentially, but I just thought, <laughs> you know, seeing you with your sort of limb sort of hanging there just made me think of Stretch Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong. Do you want me to pull it? No, no, no. Well, my my arm, or your stretch arms through. No, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right, mate. No, I'm not. I'm not quite that that advanced. But I'm 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 good. You know, good stuff, mate. Looking good. forward to good stuff. Well, I've seen I've seen your schedule that your stat very kindly every week sort of um, prepares a sort of schedule of matches, and he very kindly sends it across to me a couple of days before for me to comment. I'm very excited about these. I ones. think I could I could hear a shout out from your from your area of Yowza. <laughs> well, this is going to be great across the heath. Yeah. Across the heath, the you're like a, a, a dog with four <laughs> tails. You are. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it was a good one. Anyway, and I think looking at the first game, I think we're going to get. Let's get straight to it. Come on, right. So here we are, twenty second to twenty eighth of November. It's just cold and wet and dark. You know, we've done <laughs> yeah. that bit. Yeah. So we're straight in. It's the twenty third of November, nineteen seventy seven. We are. It's a Wednesday. That's what that stands for. That column, WED Wednesday. Oh, I thought someone yeah. was getting married. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bobby Robson was in charge, and we were in the UEFA Cup third round, Lord. first leg. And I tell you what, don't. It must have been a big game because we had our home attendance UEFA record of thirty three thousand three hundred. No, thirty three thousand. 663. You you covered this. I know this was one of the stats that you supplied for the pod 
you said our yeah. biggest crowds, but there hasn't been over the years. There hasn't been many crowds at Ipswich over thirty thousand. As no. it, you know, um, I mean, I know it did. It happened a lot in the seventies when you know, obviously the crowd safety wasn't, um, you know, wasn't wasn't. Uh, you know, wasn't up to the standards, obviously it is today, and, and it was all standing. I assume that this crowd, because I know, you know, four years later, even the UEFA Cup, the UEFA Cup final, the crowd was nothing like that. This is this probably, I, I assume, still stands as our record home UEFA. It is, yes, yeah. it's the record that we've got. Yeah, yeah fantastic, brilliant. Um, what, what, my God, what a game, what a game. So the thing that I like about this game more than anything else is the fact that um, Barcelona's kit... It yeah, well, was... the thing, the thing I, I love that kit. Now, I have actually got the program. Well, let's what, let's do a bit about the game first. Let's let's cover the game because I because right, okay. I know stat as stat uh, occasionally, um, as you know, brings the programs along, and I actually dug out the program for this one, and it's a it's a proper thin, bloody proper. Look at that for a program, mate. How, how much is that? That was a princely sum of twenty p, mate. But wow, twenty p back in thir- well, Christ, it is that. Thir- oh my God, it's thirty years. No, sorry, forty. Talking about forty, 40 years, years ago. This year, yeah. Oh my God, um, that's twenty p. It's probably worth so about, I've, I've what, that's probably say, about eight quid now, isn't it? If if you run the at official ITFC uh, Twitter feed, do not let us down on the on the twenty third of November. You have to tweet the forty years since we played yeah. Barcelona. It's, yeah, it it's, it's a big thing. Um, so if you want to flick through your program, I will. I will. You, 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 you now, talk. Well, what I, I want to say, though, anything do you remember of... last week I had that Bolton program? Yeah. So you're saying to me that program's 20p. Yeah. I'm saying that my Bolton program I had the other week was £2.50. <laughs> okay. Did you fancy doing a swap? You don't have to give me the money. No. no just just swap it. No, not swapping. Actually, programs haven't really gone up that much because I think the match day program now is three quid. Yeah. And I've okay. got to say, um, I think they do a very good job with oh, that program. They've won some awards in the past. Yeah, but I'm not what so, you've got amazing. there is an absolute beaut. But we will come back to that. Now, um, interestingly, uh, BT is in this game, and well, I think he'd had a... Yeah, this is the start of it. I've made a note about this when I saw the comment. So, BT, this is one of the games. BT had a cartilage operation five weeks before. That's right, yeah. Um, and he plays in this game, and yeah, okay, well, ultimately we'll get to... We win the game, obviously comfortably. We win the game, we'll get to that in a minute. But as you touched on BT, this is the beginning of the end stat, Um he didn't play after that game. He was rushed back to play in that game, and I think he has sort of intimated as much in his in in his book that perhaps that you know he, he never once dug out Robson. How could he? You know, he's general, yeah. ge- you know, genuine affection for the, both of them. You know, but he said that you know he was really rushed back, and he realizes now that he you know he really shouldn't have played so much. So he so he played in this game. Obviously, we won his next game. He didn't play again till. Um, FA Cup fourth round in end of January against Hartlepool, and again I just looked. I had to check after this. Yeah. After this game, he played. He made fifty-seven more starts for Ipswich until he retired in nineteen eighty-one. That's beginning the end, mate. Yeah, beginning the end for him. Um, well, I, <clears throat> I was enjoying this, but you've um, oh no, you're choking up now. He's yeah. your mate. You know, we meet you and Kevin. Well, I, I gave Kevin, I gave him a lift home. I, I know you. you that he's, he's <coughs> him and him and Kevin tight. But and, what um, stat? I mean, what a game! I was, I was at this game. I was at this game. Um, I, I wasn't. As you, as you so quite, you, you, I'm going to sit back. Pass me your duvet. All right. I'm sit back I was at this game. You. So we, so this was the game, the famous game where Robson gets Roger Osborne to do a man to man on Johan Cruyff, and he does. He's like a rash. I mean, literally, you know, they call Martin Keown the rash. I think, and he really was. He didn't basically did not give incredibly 
Johan Cruyff a kick. I mean, it wasn't just Cruyff. Barcelona also famously had Johan Naiskins, both who played in the um, in the World Cup final um, three years before in '74. In uh, when they lost Holland, lost to Germany. Fantastic. I mean, Cruyff head and shoulders best player in the world at that point. You know, I mean, this is the thing. So, so put it into context. So this is like us playing Barcelona now and, and Messi playing at Portman Road. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous well, you make, you make like Messi good, and Suarez probably you make a good point because obviously we talk about some of these games and we looked at the players in yeah. the past Yeah. so I had a little look up to see what Barcelona, Barcelona are doing now <laughs> yeah how are they doing Stan? are they done They're all right Champions League <laughs> have, they, like have they fared alright since then they have bounced back from this yeah I mean Gates scored must have been one of his one of his early goals for Ipswich actually he probably had scored before but certainly wasn't a regular by this stage Eric Gates scored on 16 so 1-0 up at half time and what I remember I think the rest were um, Weimark's goal being a sort of Weimark scored some spectacular ones but he was a he was a pretty out also an out and out you know a bit of a poacher in the box I think yeah. he scored a fairly close range finish and I do remember a sort of Talbot Diving header, really, yeah. you know, energetic box to box player. He was injured after, I think, because he he did one of those great celebrations that when you score a goal and you get injured, you just kind of lay there. And so I think he was face planted in that <sighs> in the ground and in, in, on the on the pitch in front of the north stand. Yeah, I mean, obviously the backstory to this game, unfortunately, and again, we might. Well, I don't think we'll perhaps cover it, cover this one yet, but um, unfortunately, a uh, couple of weeks later, we go to Barcelona and we actually go out on penalties we yeah. lose three 0 and go out on penalties but brilliant days i'll have a look at the program in a minute i have made a note of number one it's a bit of a classic number one have you made a note of that stat that? i have you can you can go yeah oh i think i've got this right yeah. it was um it was name of the game from abba am i right there Stan? you were yeah well, i mean that's and a... do you know what was at number two? Oh, you do it to me every yeah. time give us a clue um it's what we would have sung if um, we hadn't lost to Barcelona away and we'd gone all the way in the tournament. No, it wasn't. We are the champions. We are the no champions. No way. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. There you go. And you know, proper, as Beat would say on a Saturday, he probably did when you were there, proper music, oh, man. Yeah. He, proper he, music. He loves his music. And now the embarrassing thing that I do almost every week is yeah. I make a little bit of an abbreviation and I go thought, I'll tell you what, this is great. Go and on. Number three in the charts. Oh, God, I love this. And I have no idea what it means now. Go on. Um, it's R A. O T W. That that's a song. R A O T W. By you haven't said no. So that that, that doesn't help a lot. So while you're thinking about that, so yeah, Gates scored in the 16th minute. Why mark 61st? Now the thing I want to talk about those two goals was the excellent work done by Clive Woods. Yeah, brilliant, fantastic player, brilliant. Um, and Brian Talbot in the 77th. You're right. I made a note about um about Roger Osborne there. Most people now, if you go up to them in the street and they're under the age of 20 and you say, do you remember, did you ever see them when Ipswich beat Barcelona 3-0? They'd probably yeah, take yeah, you to, okay, yeah, right, take to the, the modern nearest. equivalent of St. Clement's or whatever. Yeah, okay. If you St. Clement's, you'll probably play golf now. But, um, absolutely, actually do. Can I, can I just, I'm just going through the programme, what I like to do, on, you, and I like you did it. Yet. Um, gifts for all the family. So this is coming up a month before Christmas, so yeah. gifts for all the family from the local co-op. You can get a. This is I can imagine Ben wearing one of these. It's a men's sheepskin look, double-breasted car coat. Oh, nice! In dark brown, um, twenty-six pound fifty. It's bargain, it's not bad, yeah. Bargain, bargain. So, it's always worried me a little bit. What does car coat mean? Does it mean a coat that you wear in the car? It's I never. Guess a... that's what it means. I think it's like a not quite a full-length coat and yeah. not quite a short, sort of like a. So oh, it's that. It's that look, mate. There's an illustration that sort of like a mid oh. mid-length, just below the bum type. Affair. And I guess if you're sitting in the car, then it's Corker, not going to go it? under your backside. 
Absolutely. And obviously in 77, or, that would have... Or, aside from that, you get a cheaper version, a car coat, belted, single-breasted, with a knitted collar. What's well, it look, isn't it? I would like it with the belt, you know, just sort of nipping in a little bit there and just showing a bit of the figure. Mate, now, now, now hang on. So, furthermore from the co-op, the co-op are quite prominent. Um, Ipswich Co-op plus extra dividend by big, by, that encourages big savings. How much do you think for a bo- um, a bo- Hang on, what have we got here? A bottle of... Uh, so Vladivar Imperial Vodka. What, what do you reckon? We're going to pay for that. November seventy-seven. Oh, I'm going to say. Christ, it'd be, oh, dang- it'd be dangerous. If that was a price today. Go on. Twelve pence. <laughs> I've no idea. Okay, three pounds seventy. You done me, haven't you? It's a three pound yeah. seventy-nine. Um, oh, hang on. Yeah, well, no, no, here's the one, mate. Yeah. Here's the one. A four pack of Skull Lager. Oh, so four, if- oh, oh, sorry. Um, brackets small cans. Was that where Hagger the Hor- Horrible, didn't he used to do Skull or something? <laughs> he did, yeah, um, go on. And I'm going to say, well, if, if vodka was 12p, yeah. but you're saying it's 3 7 I'm going to go for £1.83. 62 pence. 62p. <laughs> Blimey, you can get mate, five bottles of Vladivar vodka for mate, that. Mate, this, now this has turned full circle. This is a, this, you can buy um, a sound and vision value, a Ferguson Studio 7 Audio Centre, co-op price, 129.95. We can probably buy one of those similar. It yeah. wouldn't quite be an audio centre, though, but... Yeah, brilliant, mate. Super. Dol- Dolby surround sound. Dol- Dolby surround sound. sound. And um, oh, it's got the hours for um, Solar Superstore hours that's going to be opening over, over Christmas if you're interested. But uh, just looking through some of the squad, mate, Ipswich, um, uh, Paul Cooper, John Sturk, I remember, not not yeah. a regular, played, um, played right back. I think games, Mills, yeah. Mills was injured. One of those rare occasions where Mills, Mills was injured. Um, Talbot Hunter, Osmond, Mills, Gates, Mariner, Weimark, Woods. A lot of the cup final team team there. Osborne, Geddes, Dale Roberts, God, God rest his soul. Yeah. Um, Robin Turner and Laurie Civil. I mean, and of the of the Barcelona team, not many sort of household Spanish players back then. You'd Can you recognize. read them out in, in your best Spanish accent? Okay, Artola Sanchez de la Cruz, oh. um, Olmo Migueli, Neskinj, <laughs> Rex Ash, um, Clares, Cruyff, Asensi, Zuviria, Amarillo, Tony Christie, oh. Koshdash, Esteban. Carino and Mora. I would have loved Steve McLaren to be in charge of that lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, who was actually their coach? I don't know who their coach was. Um, their coach was... Oh, I don't even know. Well, well I'm just going to talk. So while, while you're looking talk. at the team, looking through the programme, the, the one thing we didn't mention at the beginning is that they wore that classic yellow kit, love that kit. with the blue and red stripe. I think, you know, if, if you were playing Sabutio at that time of the year or at that time, that you probably would have loved to have had that kit. Or would you would have, you would have doctored your... Your yellow sort of kit of Brazil and and turned it into Barcelona. You would, you would. The manager was none other was the famous Dutch manager Renus Mikkels. Oh, Renus! Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Brilliant, mate. Love that. So Love I'm, that I'm, one I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out to. So obviously we've got this producer, producer Ian here. Ian, do you have any idea what R A O T W? I was hoping you were gonna shout it out. I have no idea. Somebody round R A O T W. He's clueless. Round R A O T W. Yeah. The world, the world. It's got to be something about. It was the world. significant enough for me to write it down, but I did that stupid thing of just saying, "Don't put it down," because Ben will. The world. Something yeah. T W. The world. Okay. All right. We'll, so we'll yeah, get to that. fantastic. Um, Barcelona, um, <laughs> were sent great memories back mate. with their great memories. Tales yeah. between their legs. Can you imagine them re- reading the Spanish version of the the Daily Mirror um, <laughs> and going, "Ay caramba," or whatever they say, and just you know that. Who who are this Ipswich Town? And we've just lost three 0 And we these thought Ip- we who are these Ipswich? Yeah, 
Why on earth did they not sign Roger Osborne? I mean, they can sign whoever they want. Why did they not sign any of our players? I don't know. There wasn't that. There wasn't. There, I think it was an embargo. Players weren't moving. Uh, weren't moving in Europe. Well, obviously Cruyff did. Don't quite know how that happened, but players weren't moving across Europe back then. But stat, brilliant memories. Where are we going next, my son? Well, I'll tell you what. You know when you go on holiday sometimes and, and there's a little bit of turbulence and when you land, <laughs> oh, yeah. you land with a bump. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. So here we go. I hate that. Here comes the bump. Go on. Um, so it's the 23rd of November, 1985. Yep. And we are away at the Manor Ground to oh, newly no, promoted Oxford I know, City. I know Oxford United even. Oxford. Yeah. Yeah, they're all just the same. I know, I know, you, I know. I get confused with any of those Oxbridge things. By the way, didn't Oxford City just knock Colchester out of the FA Cup last weekend? Ah, oh, see, it was subliminal put in there. Yeah, Maybe but you're right, it was Oxford United, and they had the bald eagle in charge. Jim Smith. Jim Smith. Jim Smith. What a game. What a game. Well, it was fantastic. If, you, if, if people haven't listened to this, Dave, they're going to love this, right? Mind just going to go through the goals. So, John Hallworth, keeper, making his debut for us. <laughs> I don't know if he, he was around the time of Mark Grew and yeah, yeah. Fearon. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, sort of John Allworth, tall, blonde lad, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, brilliant. Uh, Kevin Jockey Wilson scored for us in the 24th minute, put us 1-0 up. Mark Brennan um, scored a penalty in the 43rd minute like just Mark before Brennan. half-time. Good player, good football. You know a thing about Mark Brennan? Mm. He was, you know, everybody makes a point about Jason Dezel being the youngest goal scorer for Ipswich when he scored in that game against Coventry in February 1984. <laughs> yes. Um, before he scored his goal, yes. Mark Brennan scored, who had become the youngest goal scoring Ipswich Town player. No. Yeah, straight up. Same game. Yeah. Get out. But no one knows that. Kind of overshadowed. Yeah, and suddenly I reckon he's thinking, brilliant, I'm the youngest goal scorer. Brilliant, and this will last forever. Some little oh, oh, no, I'm not. I'm new at... kid on the block, Donnie Wahlberg, comes off the bench and, uh, um, ooh, and ooh, scores. Ooh, ooh. Um, so, in the second half, actually, we're, t- we're talking about him. Um, did you ever call him Dozy? Nah. No, people nah. used to call him. There's a few guys, oh, come on, Dozy. Nah. nah. Nah, it doesn't sound nah. great, but yeah. Um, what do you reckon? Well, I was going to say what do you reckon. Mick, Mick would call him Dozer because of... Um... Mick would call him Dozer because he calls his son Dozer. Yeah. Old Dozer. Yeah, Do- Dozer Senior. Old, old Dozer and young yeah. Dozer. Here's another question for you. Go on. Frank Lampard Senior, <laughs> as he's sometimes known. Yeah. But at what point did he change? Because he used to must be called Frank Lampard. Oh, yeah, well, I remember yeah. him being Frank Lampard. Um, or obviously when Frank started to come through the ranks, probably, and made his name with West Ham and... Yeah, oh, so West Ham, yeah. So Jason Dizel puts us 3 0 up, 53 minutes. Game, o- game, over, what, game, over. game Particularly over. Particularly what happened the week before. Because <laughs> the I week know. before we played Everton. Yeah. Um, and I think we were we were 2 0 up in that game, whatever. But we ended up, you know, Everton had a great comeback and beat us 4 yeah, 3. So, you know, Lightning never strikes twice. Well, Everton were champions, Fif- weren't they, at that time? 53 minutes. We are 3 0 up against, you know, the, this team that's just come into Division 1. And actually, you know, we're going we're gonna to go home with the. The three points, and then this guy, John Aldridge, he never amounted to much, did he? Thought he was great. <laughs> Got to say, um, when he was wearing an Ireland shirt, it was fantastic. So I know John Aldridge thought he'd get involved, and then I looked at this and I checked it and double checked it. But then he seemed to have scored. He scores a hat trick in seven minutes. Is in that the fifty-fifth right? minute, wow. the fifty-sixth minute, yeah, and the sixty-second minute. Yeah, that sort of set us back enough. Set us back a bit, isn't it? So, you know, John Hallworth, who probably when we were 3 0 up, is well, he's got some of Paul, Paul Cooper's juicy fruit. He's chewing that, yeah. leaning up against the post. You're right, isn't it? This is easy. Yeah. John Aldridge comes in, bangs a seven minute hat trick, which I haven't gone back and checked, but it's got to be the quickest hat trick against us. Probably yeah, the quickest hat trick involved you'd, you'd in a so. time game. He's one of them. Yeah. Um, and so we, we are then 
clinging on. And then this guy, first name, doesn't even... I didn't bother writing it down. Surname Slatter. Slatter. Not Slater. I Not stuck Slater. No, it's his two T's, Slatter. Yeah. yeah, I want to say his first name was Phil. Yeah? Phil Slatter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to say Dennis, but I have no idea Dennis either. Slatter. So, yeah. Phil Slatter. Um, so, unbelievably, <laughs> Oxford come come from 3-0 down <laughs> to beat us 4-3. Uh, um, I mean, that that was, yeah, that, that really did set us back. I mean, ultimately, as we know, well, not as we know, that season was up, was the season we, uh, we eventually got ready. We had some several near misses a couple of seasons before, but all the players had been sold, and that was the season we eventually got relegated. And who stayed up instead of us? Oxford. By one point. By one point. Did they not? I think I've got this right. All, all our games have finished, and for some reason... Was this not the year Oxford won the League, League Cup? Cup? Yeah. So they played. They had some sort of games in hand. They're getting behind in their games, and I believe that, that we'd all finished all the first division games as it was then had finished on the Saturday, and I believe it was a bank holiday Monday, and they played Arsenal the following Monday. Bank holiday Monday. Arsenal put out an absolute rank side, and I think they romped it three nil. I, I remember. Like, so we played on the, on the Saturday, Sheffield Wednesday. I think lost one nil. One nil. Yeah. Um, but you still had that little bit of hope, and you yeah, read the Sunday paper with Arsenal. some of the Arsenal players saying, "Oh no, we're gonna, we're gonna," and they Laid rolled down. over, rolled over, mate. Yeah. Rolled so over. if anybody really likes Arsenal, I don't. Yeah. And that is certainly one of the reasons. Absolutely rolled um, over. John Aldridge obviously was was soon picked up by Oxford. Liverpool, yeah, fan, fantastic player. Scored right. scored loads of goals. Uh, suppose he did. Does he not hold the, the the old dubious honor of being the first player to miss a penalty in a cup final? though? Oh. against Dave Besant. Dave, Dave Besant. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't know about you. I've got another two, stat for six, you. Three seasons later, eighty-eight. Yeah. Here's another stat for you. Go on, mate. Did you know that Dave Besant was the first goalkeeper to save a penalty in an FA Cup <laughs> final? <laughs> um, so, um, but you know, my one of my lasting memories of. But he's not dead. I don't know what that means by that. But you know, one of my memories of John Aldridge. Well, I hope he hasn't died. Imagine if he died. Oh, yes, that's no, fine. Something. Yeah, um, is when he played for Ireland in um, the World Cup USA '94. Right. Trying to come on as a substitute when Ireland were playing Mexico. I think was in it, the was, it, was that the game? It was like a million degrees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jack Charlton's wearing a wearing a, a sort of a, a US Hank. trucker's cap. I thought he was wearing like a knotted hanky. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's how I like about. But yeah, a, a Hello, bad... I mean, for Liverpool, him, Christ, that him rush, my God, John Barnes, Peter Beardsley yeah. was a fearsome strike force, wasn't it? And we, we mentioned ugly players the other week. Yeah, I don't. You, you can no, no. You can't include Beardsley in that. Sorry, no. Just he's a bit of a look just, at just you. No, no, no. I'm not saying that, but just his football talent outweighs everything each, that goes along with each that. To the, their yeah. own, I guess. No, no, his football talent. But a really bad week him. for us that week in '85. You know, like I said, the Everton four-three. Yeah. I think I want to keep saying Sheedy Sharp. They were playing I think around that time. Maybe that also was the season that Lineker played. One of the seasons yeah. Lineker was there. They they lost out the league. They won the league '85. Um, didn't win Liverpool won the double that year but again I think it was the season after 86-87 Lineker had the ridiculous season where he scored 30 odd league goals yeah. and they won the league in 87 Do you think anybody watches <laughs> Match of the Day now like I used to do when I was younger it, and mate. Jimmy Hill used to be on there Never missed it And my dad used to say he used to play football and you're like yeah alright So football. you want if anybody now probably thinks Gary Neville used to play football <laughs> yeah. Is he the guy that sells <laughs> crisps Sells Walker's crisps Now great one Anyway that. so now we're off to the 25th of November 1972 Right okay um, Bobby Robson's in charge It's a Division <laughs> uh, 1 match Yeah We're at home to Coventry Yeah um, And the interesting thing the players had, because I think it was an international break Yeah Players have been away in Mallorca Okay So yeah they'd, they'd come back Well it wouldn't a... have been an international there was no international breaks then 
there was no international breaks then. So I, I reckon it may it could well have been a just a, you know they took a, played the week before or maybe maybe didn't play, but there was certainly no international break. So probably played the week before and straight after the game shot off to Mallorca for some warm weather and a know. few sangrias. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, there weren't no international break. And they went to Magaluf? I reckon they probably did. Yeah, they would have had a great time. Beat, Beat was involved. That was Beat's first season, so Beat would have been oh. there, wouldn't he? Leading the charge, probably, wouldn't he? So, oh, he. <laughs> I'll have to, I'm going to give you him a lift another day, so I'll have care. to ask him. Ask yeah. him, did he go to Magaluf? Yeah. In the... <laughs> he would have some tales. I'm sure anyway, he would. Half time, nil nil. Not a great deal happening in this in this game. Um, I, I think it was nil nil. Anyway, I'm not, not, not sure, and I'll explain why in a bit. Anyway. Town are losing 1-0, and then on the 61st minute, what? You tell us what happened. The floodlights fell, mate. I was at this game, and I remember this game quite clearly. I was, I was a, a raw-faced nine-year-old, I think. Yeah. Um, fresh-faced, raw-faced, fresh-faced. Yeah. And I remember this... You've just been shaving yourself just, badly. Shaving, yeah. shaving badly. Yeah, got, you know, got a lot of like, you know, little cotton wool and bits of tissue on my chin. And, um, and uh, yeah, I remember this game where we absolutely got murdered. So this was 72-73. Um, which we touched on before, which is yeah. the first season under Robson where we really cha- well qualified for the UEFA Cup and really challenged in the league that season. You know, young players coming through, Beatty, Weimar, players like that. Um, I think David Johnson, the first, had been signed pretty much about that time, probably. Um, and we were played off the park. I remember Coventry had a really good side. They had people like Dennis Mortimer yeah. played, um, Tommy Hutchison, I think, played, Willie Carr. Of the old, you know, probably Ernie Hunt of the free kick. Probably he was he was still playing there. I remember. Can, can you just explain it, people? Because no, if they're listening on the on the pod, they wouldn't know. But you know, Ernie Hunt of the Donkey of the, kick. Of, the, of the free kick, and then Dave just sort of flicked his fingers like that. People <laughs> listening to the pod would know what he meant. So tell us about that. That well, free it's kick. a very famous free kick. It was on match of the day. It was a home game between Coventry City and I believe Everton on match of the day. Probably a season before this, maybe a season or two before this. So if this was 72, 73, it might have been 71, 72, maybe 70, 71. And it was a free kick about 20 yards out on the edge of the box. And Willie Carr, um, uh, commentary midfield player, they're lining up this free kick. So it was Willie Carr and Ernie Hunt, who was another great, great name. You just wouldn't have a footballer now called Ernie no, Hunt, would no. you? Uh, <laughs> you would change your name I'm fairly certain <laughs> well there was a, there was that famous Anglia TV weather forecaster his name was Michael Hunt that was is, that, yeah, yeah that was his name but anyway oh, um, Google that yeah no that is, that's true and um, so basically they're on the edge of the box about 20 yards out and Willie Carr gets the ball between his feet and yeah. jumps in the air and literally well not literally flicks the ball in the air and Ernie Hunt volleys it it's a corking goal I'm sure you can find it on YouTube but after, I think it was obviously allowed in the game. You know, the goal stood, and I think they won one 0 I think it was outlawed after that. Why not, was it outlawed? I, I, as not being a, you know, the ball. They considered that to be the ball was touched more than once. That the movement it was outlawed definitely was. So it was like in my mind, I can see it as like a vertical scorpion kick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good, good enough. So he's yeah. sort of doing that. All right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I've no idea where we. So the lights so have anyway, gone so out. So the lights have gone out. Do you know we, why we, they went out? Um, yeah, there was a fuse blew in a substation That's near, right, yeah. nearby. Do you know which one? Um, I would say Eastern Electricity. It was, and it was. I actually went to have a look at that, and it was the. It's still there, and it's uh, serial number five one three. It's the one along Alderman Road, isn't yeah, it? That's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. No, mate, I'm, I'm all over that. Um, not not very far away from um, Ma- Donald's Mazda. Okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, so gotcha. Yes, I know exactly where you mean. In there, yeah. yeah, throw that in there. Throw that in there. Um, so absolutely played this off the park. Um, and the, the 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 nice part of this, it was replayed ten days later on a I think a midweek, ten days later, 
and we duffed them up 2-0. Happy days. Johnson and Weimark, thanks very much. Come and, again. And that had an impact on who won Manager of the Month for November. It did, because I think yeah. didn't Sir Bob, or not he Bob, I'm playing Bob then, did so, want it as a, as a report of that. So there's, how, how dark was it when the floodlets... It was from, from, so it was the 25th of November, it was the second half, and it was... Dark-ish. Yeah. I went, so 61 minutes in, so what would that have been? So games could come for the only 10 minutes, but it was six, been about half four, wouldn't it? Up as four, yeah. maybe just before the half as four. Yeah, so think another two weeks on from where we are. And how long, how long did it... Um... How long, How long did they give it? Yeah. I think it was knackered from the start, mate. I think people got the message pretty... I, I can't actually remember that, but I don't think they hung around. Yeah. I think like might have been off for like 10, 20 minutes, and they said, oh, sorry, guys, this is it, Major. So this was a Saturday. Major, yeah. And, yeah. and so they've, they've spent some time trying to get it going, and then they've come across the tannoy or whatever they did, some guy walking around with a bell saying... Actually, it's not going to play. Funny enough, there was a guy walking around with a bell. Yeah. Did it ring the, the game's off. Yeah. Game's off. So were you late home for Jimmy Savile that <laughs> night? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there. Supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Uh, I don't know. I think we made it home in time for the generation game. All oh, right, okay. Um, but surely didn't they? Didn't all the fans just get the lights on their phone like they do now and just oh, sort of shine on the pitch? Surprised, you know what they did? They got their lighters and matches out, and uh, started, started lighting up, throwing them at the, the Norwich goalkeeper from from a previous. <laughs> exactly what they. So this, exactly. this was our our fourth abandoned game that we that we had, and I kind of like things like this because it Love doesn't happen it, very often, and we've only had eight in total. Now I've got to stop you now. When yeah. I told, I always speaking to Ben today, yeah, and um, I mentioned that I, I thought we were going to cover this game, and he said, Dave, you must mention. One of my favourite ever Ipswich Town goals came in an abandoned game at Main Road in 2000. Oh, the yes. Marcus Stewart, yep. diving header in monsoon conditions at Main Road. There you go, Ben. That's for you. Got it in, mate. Number, that must have been about number six. So in what the games list? have we have abandoned since then? Uh, well, the last one we had was Middlesbrough in oh, 2012. Christ, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course it was. I was there, but the yeah. thing that really annoys me about, about that, that game 
First of all, Tony Mowbray Wingen, you know, come on, Mogga, we had a lot of respect for you, and I think he was desperate to get that game finished, but yeah. I think it was nil-nil at the time. Yes, it was. And also, the linesman in front of the um, church uh, pioneer stand, or whatever it was called at the time, yeah. East of England Cup, yeah, I'm pretty certain he was wearing slippers. <laughs> I think he was. He yeah. didn't look like he had any studs on And that there. was the frozen bit, wasn't yeah. it? That was the bit. There was that area, because we, we all know that's where the shade is now, and there was that, that area about 20 yards either side of the halfway line. Yeah, they, I remember that. That's where I sat, right in front. There used to be talk, when I say used to be talk, it was mainly my dad, saying um, that the reason that we've never had undersoil heat, and I think it probably made a bit of sense in the in the 70s and stuff like that when he used to go along, was that um, because they didn't want the game to go ahead and actually we're in quite a rural county, fans wouldn't come in, it would have an impact on the attendance, so uh, they never had that. But okay. I don't know, we're never going to have it now, are we? No. We might no. have it at the new ground with Marcus. But that's, so a, that's, a, that's a good... All I remember that commentary had their... You talk about classic... We've spoken about classic Barcelona kit. Commentary had their classic um, black and green vertical stripes away Ooh. kit. Love Didn't they play in the brown kit as well? Oh, that was horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Brown. That was the kit that... I'll tell you who played in that. We spoke about him on a pod before. Tommy English would have played. He was playing for oh. commentary. Remember him playing a League Cup game wearing that brown kit. Like that one. Now I've got a great number one. Have you done the number one for that week? I haven't, no. Because, oh, so cool. you know, I'd only write the initials down and I have no idea what they mean. Oh, well, this one is um, MD. Uh, no, no. It's, yeah. um, it's My Ding a Ling by Chuck Berry. That's oh. a corker, isn't it? Oh, so what's going oh, on? Very cool. There you go. Was. Producer Ian was. has found that R-I-O-T-W is rocking all was. over the world. Oh, Gee, what a man. Brilliant. Man. Enjoyed that one. And you were stat. just telling me about your dingling, you were saying, were you? My, Chuck Berry. Yeah. Chuck Berry, my dingling, number one, 25th of, 25th of November, 1972. Stat, I know where we're going next. Go yeah. on, I can't wait to it's, get it's there. A, it's a season of yours. I'm kind of holding the program up in a, oh, in a, in a sort of sad I'm getting way. getting all misty and nostalgic. Um, we like dipping in here. I tell you what, in the future history pods, we're going to have to dig out some of the other games from 8081. But I tell you what, that season, there's 66 games. Could pick anyone. They're a classic. Everyone, yeah. Anyone. So we are in the UEFA Cup. It's the third round, first leg. Um, and we are playing, and you seem quite good at pronouncing it. We are playing Widzef Lodge. Widzef Lodge. For, in my mind, for a long time, they've always been Widzef Lodge. Widzef Lodge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now. With the Lodge, all right, they had um, the big new Boniek. One of the top players. Class one of the player. top players. Don't, don't forget, um, also this game, a round or two before. I don't think it was a round before. Maybe in the first round, they'd knocked out Man United. Yeah. Mm. They had knocked out Man United. They, then you know what happened in the second round? Juventus? Yeah, they, they beat Juventus on penalties. <laughs> so, they, so they're coming into this game, yeah. clearly one of the favourites. Along with us, I think us and and getting going along, you know, as as we know the season, how the season went, Cologne and Sietian, Sietian certainly is one of the one of the favourites for the um, one of the favourites for the competition. And I felt that you know when we're drawing them, I remember Robson coming out and saying, "Look, you know, all right, we're beating who do we beating Bohemians, we're beating Aris Salonica. This is just a total step up in step up in class." And we absolutely blew them away. I brought a couple of things along here. Oh, I've never seen what um, you've got there. So we've got the, the program from the game, which has got Johnny Walk holding the, the UEFA flag. Yeah. Um, there was one bit that jumped out here. So we had a Polish welcome, and um, mm. they will receive a Polish-style welcome this evening prior to the kickoff. Mm. Members of the ex-Polish Combatants Association oh, wow. have been in touch with the, the club. Mm-hmm. And two local girls... Oh, be interested if they listen to this or still around. Magosia Halloweena and Halloween, uh, Holovina. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah. 
we need to get Steve McLaren into playing season. And <laughs> Bonina Olawinski, Olawinski will appear in full national costume on wow. the pitch before the game. Wow. And okay. this, all right, I like this bit. It is estimated that around 500 poles live in Ipswich. That was in 1980. Yeah, that, that, yeah, okay. Well, we, we, that yeah. figure has probably increased a little bit by now, I'm guessing. Um, yeah, I'd say a little bit, we shouldn't, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I've, I've got the programme and there's some great things. And what, what I'll do, would you, you know, it's before we go into the game, a colourful. little bit about Boniek in there, Play. a lovely breakdown of Ipswich in Europe. Yeah. But the one thing I did notice about this, yeah. um, all about different games, got a poster. There's a little sad thing that um, I think my dad would, do that was just like to type out the team bit in the so it's like a, a typed out thing of the game oh man how cool um, is that on a typewriter oh, i love it on um, an olivetti 3000 yeah. or whatever it was that was it and so i'm still going through a bit about mariner you got the league table but what i really like it's more action replay what happened five years ago there's no programs in it. no no, no uh, adverts in it hmm. but so there what, is, no, no co-op or no there is an advert no? on the back and it, Tonight's match ball had been donated by, and I don't know if you'd ever bought any of your clothes here, but it was by in the um, New Zealand sheepskin shop of <laughs> 45 The Butter Market Ipswich. No, I don't think I had. I don't think I was into sheepskin back back then. And I, wa- oh, I want to start a new, really. a new thing. Um, we've got on the back of this programme, mainly because I've just seen it, it's on the back of this programme, um, meet our mascot. Oh. So our mascot for tonight's match is eight-year-old Stephen Cook, now, what I love about this, right, safeguarding wasn't an issue in 1980 <laughs> because it says uh, our mascot for tonight's match is eight-year-old Stephen Cook of 99 Lockington Crescent Stowmarket. Um, Stephen, whose favourite town player is striker Eric Gates, he attends the Coombs Ford Primary School and be wearing the special Adidas kit. Now, I don't, don't know if you know, but if you were a friend of Jimmy Savile, say, you'd be like, brilliant, I can see this lad walking around his replica Adidas kit and I can say... You're right. Is it Stephen? And he goes, "Yes, you got a Coombs Ford, don't you?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take it. No, so I, I can't good. believe how that. How that's, that's how happened. things how things have changed. Well, let's hope Steve had been now 45 now. So let's hope he's um, Stephen Cook. If you're there, what please. I want you to do is to send us a photo of what do you it. look like now, like the mascot. Do one. it. That'd be superb. On the back of the program, you notice that they've actually called. Or if anyone, our... know, if anyone knows Steve yeah. Cook, mascot of the day. Now, obviously, th- it could get lost because we're saying it. So just to let you know, we we don't want Steve Cook. S T E V. E. I was in C O O K. He's he's a P H and he's a cook with an E. Blimey! So make sure we get the right one because it'd be pretty embarrassing if you think, oh blimey, they're talking about me. Yeah, and it's not me at all. Um, On the back of the program, it's got R T S Vidzev Lodge. Um, And look at the K's and Z's of that team. There's a lot. There's a lot. My favourite name is Vladimirez Dabrowski. Oh, um, no, I haven't yeah. said it. Did I pronounce it right? I think so. Who was about this guy called Peter? Marek Peter. He was a good player, was he? Mm, don't I don't know much about him. They, um, I mean, Boniek was a standout. Was a standout player there. In addition to that, <clears> I've got <throat> this book here: "The Champions in Europe: The Story of Ipswich Town's UEFA Cup Success," yeah, edited by Mel Henderson. Oh yeah. And there's a bit in here about every game. Great photos, and we've got UEFA special town thrash the favourites. Now I was going to say they must have been favourites. Let's have a little talk about the game um, because we haven't even got that far so um, 21 minutes uh, well, it's, it's walking walking scores again yeah. um, and 
I don't know if I made note of it, that all of his goals were scramble goals. There were nothing particularly special. Yeah, pretty close. All those goals from yeah. him that night. There were two outstanding goals, but all, all well, the goals from Walk that night, I remember being fairly close range. Johnny, were, Johnny on the spot. Johnny on goals. the spot, and no, yeah. and no penalties. No penalties. So no. He, he scored the first, the third and the fifth, the 21st of uh, 21st minute, 45th minute and 77th. Yeah. So that put us at 3-0. But you're right, there were two other goals. And the 42nd minute scoring the other goal was... Alan Brazil. Yeah, what I remember about this goal was a was a was a funny old goal. The keeper had tried to sort of pass the ball a bit like they would do now. I don't think he'd thrown it out. I think he tried to pass the ball out to the fullback. That's it. And yeah. hadn't sort of seen. Sort of Brazil was like hiding behind the ref or something like that. And he like intercepts. And it's typical Brazil one on one, and he just you know hammers it in from the underside of the bar. Great goal. The, do you know what he said about that? Go on. I mean, because he took a knock on his thigh in that game, and he had to come off. With 20 minutes from the end, okay. replaced by Kevin O'Callaghan. Yeah, of course, yeah. That famous um, yeah. Uh, Allies goalkeeper. Yes, of course. Him on. Standing, um, yeah. And he said, we could have had 10 goals out there that night. I think we probably could for a memory. We absolutely dominated them. But the fourth, the fourth goal, goal was something to behold. Tell me about it. I'll tell you what, if you <clears> get yourself <throat> on YouTube and watch it. May I was there that night. I mean, all right, I was there in, 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 in my usual churchman's. But, you know, again, look at it. But, but look at how small the attendance was. Twenty thousand four hundred forty-five. Crazy. Bloody hell. Um, and it's you certainly lot, not... you lot of a certain generation didn't know nah, how good you had it. Then I know we um we um, I mean, well, I remember that was certainly wouldn't have been live on telly. That was on. I know that was on like midweek sports special or midweek match of the week. Jerry can Harrison. The, can you remember the music for sports night? Yeah, of course I can. Can you can you hum it? Sorry. I remember it now. Yeah. And they used to have like a guy boxing and a car maybe going past. Anyway. Wow. Song in a week. Um. The fourth goal was just something else. So Murin gets the ball wide right, which is unusual for Murin. Yeah. Um. And we know Murin's predominantly left-footed. Doesn't matter if he's wide, right? <laughs> I've written down here. This is ridiculous. Wow. Well, we, well, the the the, the cross from Murin. So yeah. Murin crosses the ball from quite close to the touchline um, with the outside of his left foot. So he crosses it from right to left with the outside of his left foot. Mariner just comes running in at pace and basically from around about the penalty spot, just well buries a header in the roof of the net. It's just yeah. a ridiculously. One of my favourite goals of that oh, season. I've got actually. to say, if a ridiculous you see that goal, goal. The technique it would be top ten. The eight. only player I've seen do something similar, cross a ball like that, and not with his left foot, was Merson. Used to be good at that with his right foot. Merson yeah. could do that, right footed. You know, all oh, no left foot at all, but he could be on the left side and would always cross the ball with the outside of his right foot. I think I've seen him even take corners like that. Ridiculous, but yeah, absolute brilliant. What a night! And that's when you think that. And I remember those, you know, no injuries were kicking in then that just before Christmas. I don't think we'd been beaten in the league yet. I don't think we had, actually. Well, um, in this game, I don't know if you remember, Mills, Mills got injured in this yeah, game. Yeah, he did. Got he did. carried off in a stretch. So he yeah. played with 10 men at the end because only one sub. Yeah, he did. Um, and I don't know, we might well cover this in, in, in later weeks, but we then, the replay, we went, to, sorry, the replay, the second leg, I think, we went over to Poland and it was horrific. I mean, the pitch was frozen solid. Um and you know Robson realised that look if we didn't play that night probably wouldn't we wouldn't play for enough we wouldn't play be able to play the pitch wouldn't be fit enough or conditions in Poland wouldn't be fit enough to play till after Christmas yeah. so he could see like oh, this is a nightmare so they sort of the pitch was not playable they played I think lost one nil on the night but comfortably went through and what I can remember about about the away game is that um I think it was very you know Poland's in the grip of um 
solidarity, I think, you know, like we went to solidarity, everyone was very poor and players were like giving stuff away yeah. to kids and stuff like that. Yeah, kind of the nice, only, the only nice Polish story. team we've played in the UEFA Cup or in, yeah. in Europe is I've got a few quotes here which I kinda of like and you mentioned about Murin, I wanted to say I mean, he he said that he had more of the ball that night than he's had in any other game for Ipswich. Wow. Yeah, and I think it's why he played so well. Amazing. Um, Johnny Walk said he's been given another match ball. He's you know, um, and so Bobby Ferguson's having a joke with him that they're running out of footballs, which uh, I particularly like. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Bobby Robson said there were spells in the first half when I've never seen us play better. Yeah, we, we just absolutely blew him away. Now, absolutely did you know, blew him away. Before the, before the play, and you, you can borrow that if you want to take that home and stuff like that. Thanks, um, and have a look. Mm. Um, the When Robson came out, um, the Polish manager, can you remember his name? can't remember. I could look at the programme, but I can't be mm. bothered now. He had a little bet. You he he tried that. to have a little bit of a bet with, with, with Bobby, but um, only in Polish money. That's right. He yeah. wanted to do it. I remember it well. Do you yeah. remember what the Polish... Currency was it's Zlotty, isn't it? Zlotty, yeah. yeah. Is it still yeah. a Zlotty? Um, or are they um, um, the, um, um, They must be part of the yeah, Euro. They, I think it's Euro now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Poland. Yeah, I should know because I went there a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. So I had a little look to see what happened to Vidzev Lodz. Vidzev Wodz. Vidzev Wodz. Yeah. Um, and in 2014-15, mm. they went bankrupt. No. Yeah. Wow. Very, very sad. Yeah, I don't think um, I've ever... They must have been in since then. They must have played Champions League, or did they just go down and not? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I just took oh, yeah. the highlights. So they don't exist anymore. Well, as as they that got, club, they started again yeah. as an amateur team wow. um, in 2015, 16, oh, and great. they were in the fifth tier of Polish football. Shit. Now, I tell you what, the thing I love about this is suddenly I know all useless stuff about different leagues. So in in Poland, their fifth tier doesn't mean that they're in the fifth league. They're part of a a regional group okay. of, of teams. They've got loads of them. Yeah, like um, Division 3 South and North, and yeah. as it was in. Yeah. But now they are in the fourth tier, hey. which is the called the Three Liga. I yeah. don't know what it is. So how many steps to the first top tier? Um, they've got... So they're, they're in the fourth tier. So they're, oh, they're, that is the yeah. first... Okay, yeah. And before, they okay. were second, I think, as I, I looked at the other weekend. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I'll look out for that. I love I loved that sort of stuff, looking out. Now, um, again, as we, as we do, I've made a note. Number one, this is a classic. Number yeah, one. Yeah, I tell you, you beat me to it again. Number one. This is a bit of a so classic. So 1980. Go on, 1980. So November 1980. It was um, only number one, I think, for two weeks. Was it Bros? No, of course no. was it? Only number um, one for two weeks. So 1980. So you mentioned the other week about police. Yeah. That, so I think that, it might succeed. I might well, because... Um, Adam uh, and the Ants. Good shout. No, it's Tide is High by Blondie. Good, oh. good song. Good song. Good song. By, sorry, Atomic Kitten. Yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah. Blondie means. Anyway, brilliant, so, mate. Love birthdays that. of the week, and I tell you, we're going to love these ones. So Go this on. first guy I thought was a great player. He He's was. one of these ones where you think, "Oh, I wish he stayed here for." Can longer. I say his name in a Steve McLaren style? You can. So Tom I'll Mc... just tell you on the twenty third. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be thirty eight. Thomas Gardshow. Yeah, for sure, for Thomas. Sure. For hey, sure, Thomas Gardshow. Yeah, I can't believe he's still only thirty eight. He's a player, wasn't he? Yeah, player. Um, from Denmark. Yeah. Is he probably the best uh, Danish player to play for Ipswich? Oh, he's like Klaus Thompson. Is it quite well, like Klaus Thompson? Jonas? Oh, oh, he's gone Jonas. Yeah, and no, I, was, I was thinking back in the day, but yeah. he's like Klaus Thompson. Um, yeah, probably Jonas because he's obviously played the most. You know, they between them probably. Oh, come on, Jonas. Close. Jonas wouldn't wouldn't be fit to to tie Thomas's Thomas um, Thomas Shul- Didn't play that much though, did he? But did he? I mean, he went to. 49 appearances, 7 goals. We've signed that... him for 1.3 million from Alborg. And you're converting so a, com, com, so a guy much. who's got a 
a rubbish long throw as a uh, better day. Yeah, good point. He was a great player, good 2001 point. to three. Yeah, he was um, good, wasn't he? And then he kind of was there around that time of, of administration. Uh, yeah. And off yeah. he went to West Brom for half a million. Yeah, so he played Premier League for West Brom? Yeah. I think he must have done. I'm saying yeah, but I've no idea. I don't know how many. So I'll have to look at that. How many, I'll, I'll, I'll wiki him later. He how many was there seasons for he quite played? A long time. I think he perhaps was. He was a good player, wasn't he? Quite elegant, yeah. quite elegant sort of player. Um, but yeah, he was one of, the, one of the players that obviously went in the sort of fire, yeah. in the general fire sale, really. Very who, sad. Who else we got, Stat? So on the 25th of November, yeah. um, Ken <laughs> Hancock <laughs> is going to be. 80. 80 can. Well, so he was, I'll just, I'll just say the, the main sort of stats and you can tell us about your thoughts. So yeah, yeah. he was with us between 64 and 68, I think. Yeah. Made 180 appearances. Um, and we bought him for 10 grand. So a bit more than Piotr Malachik. Yeah, um, same as Kiefer Moore. Yeah, from Port Vale. Yep. And he then went to Tottenham. He did he was under seven grand. grand a princely sum? He was um, he was understudy for um, for for Pat Jennings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of people would forget that Pat Jennings, or didn't even realise Pat Jennings played for Spurs. He'd always be like an Arsenal man. Oh bloody hell! No, Pat Jennings was of Spurs first through and through. He's so he like defected to Arsenal. Do you remember the song that used to go up about Ken Hancock? No, I don't. Go on. I I I I <laughs> Hancock is better than Yashin. Crawford oh. is better than you say, B.O. <laughs> and we're going to give them a thrashing. Oh, I love it, mate. That's quality, isn't it? Yeah, Absolutely. I, I cool. You said me, you were going to break in the yeah, song. I mean, my dad wrote it down for me. He said, you've got to remember the Ken Hancock song and, and, and Yashin and, and Eusebio, <clears throat> who apparently were international footballers. But uh, Well, certainly Eusebio was the top scorer in the 1966 World Cup finals, mate. Yeah, very, But you very, know the one good. thing? Everybody thinks Ken Hancock. 180 appearances, went to Spurs for seven grand, was understudied to Pat Jennings, who most people thought played for Arsenal. You know, he's got a great song. He's better than Yashin, but he's more famous for being an extra in the 2006 BBC drama Sorted. How ever did you find that? Don't don't ask. I mean, Ken Hancock, yeah, 64, so would have been signed by, may have been Jackie Milburn, may have just been Bill McGarry, but certainly was the goalkeeper for the 67... 68 promotion side when they won the old, well, what is championship now? They won the old Division 2 and got promoted and were there all those years until we got relegated by Oxford. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, he was um, he was eventually usurped in goal by David, by father of Leon Best. David. Yeah, yeah. Good old, good old Dave. Yeah. Um, so the final birthday this week, and I think this guy... Good player. Uh, Good player, on mate. the 28th we 34 mm. Andy Drury and I want to say him. was he Joel Out's first signing I think perhaps he was I liked Andy Drury neat and tidy wasn't he good Luton, feet was it? yeah yeah good player good player he was a very good player I mean he only played well I say he, he played 64 yeah, appearances he scored sounds... two goals we signed yeah. signed him for 150 grand and again let him go for Nout went to Crawley so 2013 that would have been I'd have been Mick yeah wow yeah, so... okay he yeah. must have played a few games under under um, Mick, but I'll tell you what, Mick. if I'm if I'm really thinking about it, I can't I can't picture him that much. No, perhaps he was a, obviously a more of a regular under would have been a regular under Jewel then. Yeah, but he was a he, he was a good player and he ended up going to Crawley on a free transfer. Yep. yep. So there you go. Anyway, so Dave's now just fallen asleep, you know the Oh I'm not my arm, my arm, my bad arm's gone. The to meds sleep are kicking that. in. Do you remember when I had that three week cold? 
you seem to be having like a similar sort of three, three week, week dislocated arm. Yeah, elbow. thanks, thanks, mate. Yeah, believe yeah. me, I'd rather have your, uh, I'd rather have your cold. Oh, but... that was bad. Some nights, yeah, I kind okay. of struggled to get yeah, sleep. Yeah, all right, mate. All right. Um, okay, so that's that's a brilliant. Stat. I tell you, when, you, when, you, when you look at it, you know, this week, what a great week. You know, we've, had, we've had a bit of everything in Barcelona, there, Barcelona, oh. uh, Vigilods, Vigil- Oxford, and then we've got you know throwing away a three nil at Oxford, Trusty, and then the lights going out. What, uh, I think, commentary. I what think a mixed my, bag. I think that's my favourite week so far. I can tell. Favourite week so <laughs> far. Anyway, that's it for this week's Walk Down Memory Lane. We hope you enjoyed it. If you remember any of the events we talk about or have any suggestions, please let us know. Please let us know about Stephen Cook with an Stephen E. Stephen Cook, yeah. PH and with an E. Yeah, exactly. Please let us know about Stephen Cook, PH and an E. And shall I tell you where he used to live if anyone <laughs> wants to go no, around his house? Don't go, no. Do you still know he can't still be there? Yeah, so if you live at 99 Lockington Crescent or maybe <laughs> next door in Stonemarket, just if you could go round and yeah, just not going to do it, just find out. Yeah. Find out. Anyway. And can someone just confirm that the New Zealand sheepskin <laughs> shop is still in the butter market? I don't think it is. No? Um, I don't think. I think it's probably um, Fat Face or something now, maybe. I yeah. don't know. Somewhere like that. Do you Any- mean Jerry Craney? Sorry? Jerry Craney, as we were calling him <laughs> from the other day. Tubby face. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this week. If you we remember any of the events we talk about or have any suggestions, then please let us know on social media at Blue Monday ITFC, at David Diamond 3. I might even ask him. It's just Renegade Stat Man. You'll just find him. In, yeah. You'll find him. Hit him. Looking for, some, looking for someone to take some bait. And also, don't forget to hit follow on there and like at facebook.com slash Blue Monday ITFC. Uh, ben will be here with a preview show as usual on Friday. I'll be here with Ben on the flagship show um, on Monday, which will feature Statman's brilliant stat of the week. And we'll be here this time next week with more nostalgia. Stat, until then, see you, mate. Adios. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.